One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. This is a Lip Media podcast. Hello, Dan from Lit Media here. I'm running podcast workshops for aspiring women and LGBTQIA plus hosts in Melbourne. Pick up skills, tips, and tricks you can apply to the creation of your own podcast, from idea through to publishing. You can also discuss your podcast themes and ideas with the group and connect with other aspiring podcasters. Spots in our next workshop on Saturday, the fifth of October, are filling fast. Head to lip.media to book now. That's l i p p media to book now. Beyonce sits late. Shante, you stay. You say that's fishy. Well, I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce. So sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere. Just prick up your ears. The word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community, and in pop culture at large. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Lenny, and that's my fabulous co-host Brendy. Hello. Now you can follow the show at, at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and send us any word suggestions you like. The word this week. The word this week, Lenny. What are we doing, Dal? <laughs> It's gay best friend. GBF. Now, if there's a woman on TV having relationship problems, you better believe there is a sassy gay stereotype giving her wise and insightful advice. Oh, absolutely! In the early noughties, the gay best friend almost became sort of a sign of status for the cultured inner city lady. Totally, and the effeminate gay sidekick is an enduring archetype defined by Vito Russo in his seminal queer text, The Celluloid Closet, in 1981. Yeah, the character was originally designed、uh, for comic relief, and whose purpose was, as Vito puts it, to make everyone feel more manly or more womanly by occupying the space in between. Ah,、oh, and we're still doing it today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us. <laughs> So, gay best friends and straight best friends. There's a reason why we have that, you know, name. They're a phenomenon in society. They the SBS、exist. and the GBS. Yeah, 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 yeah.、Um, and there's like, you know, kind of sociological and psychological reasons as to why they are drawn together and why they work. Like magnets. Like fruit flies. Ah,、oh, like opposites. Polar <laughs> Abdul opposites attract fruit flies. <laughs> like fruit flies on shit. <laughs> It's a、uh, like the gay guys, the fruit. Yes, yes, you got it. Oh, and the ladies, the fly. Yeah, that's a bit rough. <laughs> gay husbands, all that. Yes, jazz. Like we both know that having a gay friend is no different to having any other kind of friend. I think. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, Everyone but you know,、equal. like some people feel the need to. 
to categorize. Specify. Yes, categorize. Specify. No, but like, I mean, we all used to categorize back in school. You had your high school friends, your primary school friends that you kept in contact with, your yep. taekwondo friends, which you did taekwondo, <laughs> yep. drama friends. Did you do taekwondo? I did do <laughs> taekwondo. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got a little bit bullied in oh. um, year seven. Not a lot, but enough for me to go home and cry to my mother about you know, a name. And then she was like, I'm putting you in taekwondo. That's you just awesome. need self-defense. I'd love so to. Yep. I did it up until year 11 when I was going for a black belt and when they were like you need to break wood with your wrist and I was like no I don't I will just I will just give dirty looks and point a finger instead so firstly they're both marginalized groups and men well especially for being perceived feminine or weak and there's kind of this camaraderie that forms I think from that Allies. Yes. Like, uh, and I've also noticed, like, in the movies over the years, like, when I was growing up, it was very much kind of a little bit stereotyped to a degree. That, yes. Like, the gay best friend and the straight female best friend were very much all about, you know, the wardrobe movie montage. Yes. Yes. Practicing your making out skills together. Sometimes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard. I <laughs> forgot that was a thing. And stuff like that. Yes. And, you know, even, I mean, for me, it was very much all about talking about, you know, sharing our secrets. Oh, like, you know, you the- who you liked or. What you're going to do when you grow up, or what your stripper song was. <laughs> well, it's interesting because in studies that have been done, women say their friendships with gay people are actually more. They feel that they're more honest and secure. Yes. Um, than those with you know like straight men or female friends. Yep. So that's how you maybe lured the mm. the secrets out of them <laughs> by faux trust. Trust me. Um, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> I think also. Apparently, gay men show women a lot more attention or the sort of t- attention they don't get from straight men and they like that. Well, I think so because at times I think we're a bit more – well, I mean, I don't. let's not generalise. More generalize. expressive maybe. And, we're more expressive yep. and I guess maybe not uh, – no. You know what? Fuck it. You can, yeah, can generalise. <clears throat> I think we're always going to We'll generalise a little bit. We're definitely allowed to be more in touch with our feminine side because we're given permission to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another part of that as well could be uh, women experience kind of less judgment or embarrassment or slut shaming around gay men too. Yes. I mean, I'm sure not always, but it's like because gay men, you know, they're seen as being more liberated sexually. Mm-hmm. They can kind of confide in those friends, whereas maybe they couldn't in a female friend because there might be some judgment there. And yeah, straight male friends, like I don't even know if they really exist for many people. So we'll just talk about... <laughs> I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's really interesting. But it's it's a relief to know that goes both ways with the support and trust and admiration. Yes. Um, yeah, lots of studies found that gay men feel the same way too, which is really good. I think it's great. Go us. Yeah. <laughs> Yay us. But I think like, you know, nowadays, I mean, the straight best friend is definitely sort of a newer term that's used. Yes. Yeah. When I came out, um, the female best friend was called fag hag. True. Which yep. at the time it was like, woo, whatever, like, you know, you're Grace or you're, you're Karen off Will and, yep. Will and Grace and let's celebrate it sort of thing. Whereas nowadays I look at it and I'm like, oh no, it's a pretty rough, yeah. it's a rough term. I mean, when you're using the word well, fag and also then you're referring to your girlfriend as a hag. A hag, yeah. It's this very negative, like dark, like straight woman, like lingering around only when, wanting to be in the company of gay men. But really, it's just given to to women who have Lots friendships of, with gay men. Yeah. And the, the sad thing is that those are the people that have often accepted them first or have been really supportive. And 100%. then there's this derogatory misogyny in the, the gay community. So that is like very much a term that... 
it's funny, but I think it has obviously stemmed from there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I remember a girlfriend of mine when we were friends 10 years ago or so, we would, like, just cheekily refer to her and say in jest the word fag hag, and she would say, I'm not a hag. Mm. I'm your friend. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on, it's just like, whatever. Like, yeah. I took it very kind of just, oh, whatever, like, kind of yep. thing. But she was very specific about it, and I guess it's, you do need to respect that. And yeah. now I look at it and I'm like, yeah, actually, I wouldn't refer to any of my female friends as fag hags. Because yeah. the new fag hag name is Jenny, as we learned on The Gates of Revolting recently. What? The new term for fag hag, aka Didn't straight best friend, yep. is the name Jenny. Oh. Like Jenny, Jenny, microwave Jenny. We I were talking about it with the... Thomas. Okay, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I actually have my own Jenny from high school. Yes. <laughs> She's great. And then I have another Jenny. Her name's Samantha. <laughs> but why is and it she Jenny? she listens to this show. I don't know. I don't they've, know. Just chosen, okay. they've just chosen a name. Random Jenny. female Jenny, name. Jenny, Jenny, microwave Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. But yep. you've also got, I mean, the straight best friend, SBF, doesn't mm. only just relate to females. You've also got the straight male best friend too. Of gay men. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you have any straight male best friends? Yes. Yay. Yeah. Oh, great. I have, I have a lot of straight male no. friends. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I didn't really think about that. Oh, Lenny. Yeah. I'm weird. <laughs> I don't think that's weird at all. I think it's great. I've got- But um, for gay men, it's less common. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, I've got my friend Fraser. We've been friends Fraser. for- Fraser. <laughs> um, we've been friends for 25 years, so since prep. Yes. And you told me about him. Yes. Yep. And he's a hoot. We are the biggest mismatch, but- Whatever. Yeah. He's as straight as an arrow and he's now engaged to his fiance, obviously. Um, <laughs> but growing up with him, we just had a hoot. Like he would be my sidekick. We'd do dress ups. We got chased down the street at the ages yep. of 11 because some gang saw us in drag. <gasps> oh my God. And, uh, and then, you know, I was lying in the bed next to him as he got his first blowjob and I was watching the news. What? <laughs> Well, yeah, we got a hotel room so he and his girlfriend could hang out and then this she brought her friend and I, he brought un- me. and an uncommon story. It's it was, just still quite shocking. Yeah, I was just watching. So what the, did the friend do? Well, she was watching the news with me because we weren't going anywhere and near each other. And the news as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, oh, yeah, it was good times. No, but even like, re- and recently uh, he had his 30th, same 30th birthday. No, well, we returned the favour. <laughs> he sat in a bed while I got <laughs> Um, fair is fair. No, but we had his 30th birthday and he said to me, right, I'm having it at a karaoke bar. We've never sung together. We're getting up on stage. And I'm like, I don't do karaoke. He goes, Brendy, it's my 30th birthday. I was like, you know what? For my oldest friend, <laughs> my oldest straight male friend, <laughs> I will get up on stage and yep. I will sing. Don't you want me, baby? And I was the female that was working in a cocktail bar. That's great. (laughs) It was was fun. It was really fun. I do have to say, like, as much as I love my friend Fraser and I love my friends Jenny and Samantha, it is very important for me to have a good, fabulous group of gay friends, male gay friends for me. I've got lesbian friends. Hey, Lenny. Um, (laughs) And I've got, uh, as I say, a whole mixed bag, but having that support group of close male gay friends Mm -hmm. has been incredible. Yeah. There's certain stuff that, you know, that some people won't understand on that same level as you. Absolutely. And you'd be the same with your lesbian girlfriends. Yeah. I think, again, not to generalize, I think some people are good at being empathetic and putting themselves in your shoes, but it's the same thing with like women, like trying to convey to a man how it feels to be a woman, like your whole life or how that existence is. Without experiencing it yourself, you can you can try to, or you can be empathetic, but it's not really the same. So that makes sense with your gay friends. Oh, and look, I went on a date with a guy off Bumble a few months ago. <gasps> yep. He was lovely. 
But while we're on the date, he admitted that he has got no gay friends and hasn't, even since high school, has never had one gay friend whatsoever and only has girlfriends. I don't know, for me, and this isn't, not that it was a warning sign for me, but I just sort of thought, fuck, you're missing out. You're missing out on having that. Yeah, it might depend on the sort of lifestyle or environments that people are kind of in. Like maybe they're not. Sceny or well, he was a, a, he was a country boy. He's a con- yep. country that boy. Sense, yeah. Um, has got no interest in you know the gay scene or gay yeah. culture. So I think it's hard sometimes for gay. What I'm are just going to say, gay men? Me? But like you know, like <laughs> for gay men who are interested in other things to maybe find their people that are also interested in those things. Yes, so maybe that's also an element. I d- absolutely. If they're not in those kind of stereotypical hobbies and interests. Yep. Or like if you're not into going out. And socialising. But yep. everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone is different and I shouldn't be pushing that. No. <laughs> don't be a pusher, Brandy. Don't be a pusher. Brandy, please stop pushing the gay agenda on people. I know. I'm Not trying. everyone can have gay friends. <laughs> yeah. Look, as long as he feels supported and that he has friends to understand him. But having gay friends doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to understand him any better. No. Yeah. Completely agree. And so, before my gaggle, yep. before I push my gaggle onto more people, I you know, before I even had a gaggle, before then I had my girlfriends, mm. which were my SPFs, my straight best friends, and I was their GBF. And I had a good circle of um, straight male friends at school who, when I came out, they had already discussed it about three years earlier. And oh. literally, yeah, they'd all said to me, like, no, nah, we knew about three years ago. And we all had, like, a lunch meeting about it. Oh, my, I'm God. Like, oh my God, who took the minutes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know. But, like, year 11, year 11 and year 12, you know, I'd jump between their circle of friends. And yep. then I started accumulating a lot more girlfriends because I started to... You know, the wall started to come down. Yes. I started to know who I was. I was able to sort of talk about my emotions with my girlfriends and also just even have just that support yep. from them and be able to relate and talk about this, that and the other. And even with my lesbian friend, Marnie, she came out to me with, and I yep. came out to her and then we started talking about all of you know, Yeah, It totally. was just excellent just to have that support network from those girlfriends who you know, I truly do thank for that because – it saved me. Uh, mm. If I was at an all-boys school, I don't think I would have coped yeah. at all. And I remember, though, once school finished and I started, you know, my friend um, at the time, she, her name was Amelia, and she was great. Like, she introduced me to my first gay friend, Ryan. Yep. She then took me to my first gay bar and very much threw me in the deep end of all of that because I was like, I don't need to go to gay bars and I don't need gay friends. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, you do. Yep. You know, I'd sort of always invite her and be like, come on, come on. She's yep. like, I'm not your safety blanket, Brendy. She goes, you need to go out there and embrace your world. I can't hold your hand the whole time. And That's even sweet. though yep. she and I fell out a few years later and you know, she's doing her thing and I'm doing mine, I couldn't thank her enough for pushing me in that direction because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have the massive gaggle of friends that I've got now. That's so beautiful. So thanks, (laughs) Dal. It just reminded me of, okay, yeah, maybe Marnie, you know, she had to set you free at some point. But I think that's why it's so important for when there's young gay men that are just finishing high school. Yes. Usually their best friends are women. Yep. It's such a shame for, like, women not to be included um, in, like, the gay scene or whatever, just because like they're the people that you want to go out with when you're young mm-hmm. before you have the confidence, you meet new friends or yes. you can go yep. by yourself. It's like, then it seems like all the gay men, you know, get older and a bit more cynical. Maybe it's a different generation. The sort oh. of fag hag, like don't want women around. And I know this, I, don't, I don't mean to sort of step back in time, yes. but it was almost like a cheeky, like chaperone. 
yeah. should chaperone me to it's, exactly <laughs> and some people need that like of course they did yeah um and still do not everyone has gay friends no when they're 18 or 19 or even, no, exactly yeah, right and we've come to a negative point about GBFs. Let's bring the tone yeah, down. Yeah, straight down. Put the energy up. Um, so, <laughs> negative! So, the problem is what, that when, you know, you create these stereotypes around, you know, sassy, effeminate gay men that love to go shopping and do makeovers and give you fabulous relationship advice, um, <laughs> it sets, like, firstly creates generalizations and also sets unrealistic standards for those gay men. Well, gay yeah, because we're yeah. just, just like, we're, we're needing advice as much as they True. are. And also for the people that don't fit in that and break the kind of mold or lie outside of that, you know, typical mold. Yes. Well, I always sort of looked at it as like, I'm not the supporting character in my... I'm Your not the supporting role in my life. I'm the leading yes, star. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever felt like an accessory? I know you have pretty good straight SBFs. Yeah. Like, but at, at any point or have you ever had anyone be like, can you be my gay best friend? Like after just meeting. Oh, definitely. Like in, <laughs> really? in the early days, <laughs> you'd go to a function and there'd be the occasional like screaming female yep. chick that was just like, oh my God, guys, I've always wanted a gay friend. <laughs> that. And I'm just like. I've got plenty of female friends. Can we friends. have a conversation first? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know who Get to you know are. Me first. Like, yeah, don't stereotype me. <laughs> I am fabulous, but don't stereotype me or put me in a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I am great with clothing, but how dare you? No, but I also just sort of thought, you know, I'm not a plaything. Yes. Like, I'm not yeah. a, one, I'm not a replacement for boyfriend. the fact that you don't have a boyfriend. Yeah. And it became a big wake up call very early on were the difference between my different female friends, the mm. ones that actually loved hanging out with gay men and having straight male friends and doing whatever and actually just embracing us for who we are, yeah. as opposed to the ones who loved parting with us, mm. but once they got a boyfriend, we wouldn't see them for about three years until they broke up, and then the next yeah. day we'd be getting the, hey, how are you, let's catch up. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. not. Or if you have like a genuine problem that's not fun and... Yeah, yeah, yeah like don't hear from them for yep. three years, but then all of a sudden they're single <laughs> oh, and ready God. to like, yo, oh my God, please let me chew up some time with you. <laughs> No, I'm no. booked out. Like, yeah, um, sorry. Like, but- what's, um, Jess was telling me about a patient of hers who was at a queer night recently in Brunswick. Can't remember what it's called. It's like really trendy or whatever. She's straight but has gay br- – she's just been around the gay scene forever and there were all this like these straight dudes there and they were like taking all these like videos and stuff of the drag performers and they thought it was really, really funny. The, the girl was just like, what the fuck? Like it's so surprised. Like you wouldn't think that. In this day and age, it's so mainstream. Drag is so mainstream. Yes. And, like, it's not funny to laugh at a man in a dress. No, it's not. But people do think that. I just was shocked. Like, maybe, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, it's novel. Uh, But for them, they literally like, oh, my God, this is so funny. Like A few years ago, a um, musical theatre friend of mine actually contacted me and was just like, oh, my God, I'd love you to do this gig for me. I was like, oh, yeah, what is it? Ended up performing it like her sister's hens, which was a hoot. Like, I did this whole situation for them, performance type not a stripper. A bit, uh, no, yeah. not, not a stripper. No, <laughs> no, no. Cool. It was just a bit of drag and whatever yep. else, and it was super fun. Anyway, months later, she then contacted me again to let me know that she'd given my details to a guy that was getting married, a Bucks. 
and yeah. you know, wanting to plan his Bucks night, and they're wanting a drag queen. And I, hands down, was like, no, no. yeah, sorry, no, I'm not. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'm not doing a Bucks night. Yeah. I'm not comfortable. I'm not because I was in a drag trio back a few years ago. Um, we literally did, we did, <laughs> we literally like, we're all just a couple of musical theatre boys that were wanting to start it up and you know whatever else. And um, we did like one performance, and then like they both got cast in different musicals. <laughs> and I was just hands down, no, not doing a Bucks party, and I'm not putting my two friends through that. We're not a novelty because mm. I knew it was funny. I knew that the the girls, I knew they would love it, but I didn't know the men. And I'm just like, mm, yeah, no, this is not sitting right for me. It's very unlikely that they were the sort of men that were like passionate about drag. No, you what? just feel like they're having a bucks party. It's not because he loves drag. Look, that would be great if someone did. Oh. They're like, this is what I want to do. I don't want to have a stripper. I want to. Like have this, look, but you were there to be laughed at. It would just, and they, yeah, I wouldn't feel awful. comfortable. If it was level. my straight best friend Fraser, mm, yes, absolutely, as his <laughs> oldest GBF, yep, I would absolutely do it. But no, it sometimes does go both ways though. And look, like I think that some gay men can be just as guilty of objectifying their female friends. I or, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, of course, you know, or like We're using particular language that's not very kind. Um, but I also think sometimes you know. We are guilty of treating our female friends like they are gay men. So, yes. like you said, terminology that we use with one another, like bitch slut. Yeah, yep. like you know, a female friend of mine wouldn't appreciate that. May not appreciate Tag. that. We might have a laugh, mm-hmm. but it it is different levels. Yep, talking about women's bodies. Yes, touching women's bodies. I know it's a bit off topic. Yes, oh. they're not an object or an accessory. No, no, and there are boundaries. Like yeah. there are my friend Jimmy and I. My God, we have no boundaries in regards to oh, what yes. we say to one another. Yep. But a, another girlfriend of mine, I'm like, oh no, I can only go so far. And then I'm like, okay, I think I might need to send it an apology, apology text yeah. message. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And now I came across a fun little article, which is all about stereotypes of why you need a GBF. Yep. Now, it was written a number of years ago. So, Who's so, it written by a woman? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's written, about a, uh, written by a woman. Yep. Point okay. one, gays are the best in terms of giving advice. Brutal, straight to the point. I'm Look, like, that's not untrue. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not untrue, but also but we're I know, human. We give heinous I, advice. Yeah, too. yeah. Oh, Totally. <laughs> 
Given I read something in advice. one of the studies that was like women rated gay men's um, love advice like to be of the highest standard, like they mo- yeah. they trust to that most. And I was like, um, I don't yeah. always think that they're going to give you like the best advice. Like, no. forget about him, come party with me. Like, in, <laughs> Let's get in my stereotype, up. my stereotypical yeah. kind of fantasy, I'm like, okay, send him a dick pic. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have one. What do I do? <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> Point, point two, she says, your battle is his slash her battle as well. They may never be there with you every day, but having a gay best friend in this world means sharing the same ideals and fighting for what you think matters. Oh, yes. That's very vague. Point three, they give the best non-awkward hugs. Gay people give the tightest, warmest, and longest hugs you could ever ask for. <laughs> no, it's always true. <laughs> no way. I've got a friend who's allergic to physical oh. contact. <laughs> Except spanking. He likes spanking. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's related. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, point four. A gay BFF makes you feel better during heartbreaks. Yes, you may want to have a roll of tissue beside you as you cry your heart out. They believe that heartbreak is only a phase with some needed comforting and singing to a Beyonce song. <laughs> that is the most heinous <laughs> one like because me. it's well, yeah. basically saying that gay people don't ever feel deeply in love or in their relationship that they'll just like get over it and it's a phase. I know. I was like, Like, "Um, everybody hurts sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That's so strange. Like, But also get the song right. It's First Wives Club, You Don't Own Me. Yeah. Do your fucking research. (laughs) Point five, being single does not suck. While some couples need to constantly see each other during the weekends, your gay BF (laughs) is a go-to person to catch up on your favorite shows and see what your other friends are doing when they're not around. (laughs) What? Wow. That makes sense. <laughs> never, never felt more like a backup plan in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird one. That's, yep. Yeah. And then point six, there is nothing more real than a gay BFF with no pretense. They can be too honest for you or too frank that you're gaining weight. You need someone to tell you without hesitation how strong you are, how great your aspirations in life are, or even how stupid you are for buying those expensive clothes. Yeah. What? Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so there's more to us than clothes. It's um, all about building them up. But also, why not just And write? tearing them down. <laughs> <laughs> Call you fat that and be like, why are you buying that? I'm like, you know what? My girlfriends and my male friends, whoever, they wear what they want to oh wear. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. And, of course, a gay best friend stereotype has changed a lot in popular culture over the Hugely, years. And probably a lot, yeah, in the last five ten to ten years. years. Yeah. yeah. You know, at first they were just like that sort of sidekick, maybe the comic relief or mm-hmm. kind of just the sexless character that was there to give advice and not be overtly, you know, homosexual or sexual. Oh, the sassy one with a cocktail in his hand and yep. a cigarette with the one-liners. Yes. They've changed, you know, from that to maybe being the, the leading you know, star. star in their own story. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know I talk about Glee a lot. I really do. Yes. But I think Kurt Hummel is a prime example yep. of how it has changed in regards to it's gone from the sidekick of Jack McFarland off Will and Grace yep. to Kurt Hummel. Yeah. And that was probably a bit progressive then because that show's a bit older. So yeah, that look was like what, a show yeah. that depicted it, giving them like... It's becoming less humorous. Yeah, and getting an equal amount of screen time and being more central. Yep, look yeah, at- no, no longer being that gay best friend, even if you are someone's friend. That's not what you're categorized yes. as. Hopefully. Yep. Like, it's still it's still 100% out there, but 
Like even teen flicks these days have changed from like, say, the 80s to now where in the 80s it was very much like, you know, Molly Ringwald and, you know, her best friend was just the boy next door. And he he was the one that was always like in love with her, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty in Pink should have been gay. Absolutely. But he was the boy that was He was the boy who was in love with her. But like, he was gay. But if that movie was made 15 years later or 20 years later, it would 100% be, oh, this is my gay best friend. Yeah. They just like almost couldn't say it. And then they all had to be like, create this storyline. Why, why yeah. are they friends? It can't be a, a male and a yep. female. Just friends. Yep. It's Yeah, he's got to be in love with her. And once again, we find ourselves asking, is there a such thing as an LBF, a lesbian best friend? It's there. Because all these words are very, you know, male-dominated that we've always got to switch it back. I don't really think so. I did have Marnie during high school. But you're gay. <laughs> oh, right. Yep. Sorry. Okay. That is a... You, of course, they're... Like, of course, lesbians are friends with straight men. You don't see it as often as the gay best friend. Like, that is a real... Yes. There's some sort of chemistry that some straight women and some gay men have that lead them to be more drawn to each other. Yep. But of course, anyone can be friends with anyone, especially if they're, you know, like a bit more enlightened <laughs> and open-minded. <laughs> um, and also, of course, before people come out, like, it's good if, if they've kept those friends from before... Yes. ...they were out... But I've got some. I've got two pop culture examples. Oh, in Buffy, yes, Willow. She's a lesbian best friend to everyone. She is. She is. <laughs> yeah. She's especially Xander, who is a straight man. He was always a little bit delicious. I wasn't into that show, but I was into him. He was nice. He was like the like hot an, dork. Yeah, like, like a, a nice character, geeky, sexy geek. And then there's a little. I have, actually haven't seen this series. I'm not really up to date with this show. Stranger Things. Robin and Steve. Yes. Do you um, up to date? I'm two episodes into se- Lesbian season Lesbian and straight three. man. It's friendship. excellent. Yes, I'm all about it. Just I think that probably more straight men would like a lesbian best friend. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah, they but- are cool. Lesbians are cool. <laughs> like- yeah, jump on it. Yeah. They got one of my favourite films. Total teen flick. Probably not... Um, <laughs> Favorite? What am I talking about? Um, <laughs> Titanic yeah, is my favorite. I don't think it's anyone's the best favorite. GBF but film it's... ever. No, but GBF yep. is. A, it's a very cute satire. Yep. Called obviously gay best friend GBF and Megan Mullally's in it as uh, the mother of one of the gay guys. Yes, she's but great. It's, it's a coming out story. Two best mates. They're both gay. One of them gets outed, and the other one is too scared to come out. But they plan to do it together. And then there's obviously the army of popular girls yep. that are adamant about taking on Big. a gay best friend because it all it's the hottest accessory it's for the, the hottest ex- yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. but it's it's an excellent movie because when i started watching it lenny i thought it was it was just going to be cheesy as fuck and the biggest pile of shit i was going to be watching <laughs> yeah um, there's, mm. but once it got past a few things i was like oh actually this is a real satire about taking the piss out of huge stereotypes yes and it literally covers every single stereotype. I thought it was fucking excellent. It's a really good film, yeah. It covers everything. One film I saw recently, which I I wouldn't really like the film that much, but it had a really funny um, gay best friend. So it was Isn't It Romantic, which oh is God, on Netflix with Rebel Wilson. Yes. Look, it was like a creative rom-com, so I give it that. But there's a gay character and there's a comment about setting gay liberation back 20 years. It's yeah. very, very funny. <laughs> so I enjoyed that. And then you got My Best Friend's Wedding. Yes. With, um, Rupert Everett. Yeah, with Rupert Everett. Yeah. And the closing scene is just my favourite where it's he's beautiful. there at the wedding with her and he's just like, my God, there may not be sex, there may not be children, but my God, they'll be dancing. <laughs> it's really good. She's a bit of a monster. She is absolutely and a monster. And the line about, but who's chasing you? Like, he just... Fucking love that. Succinctly puts he's her in her place, Jules. brings her back. You're chasing him, but who's chasing you? Yeah. God. He's really great. He's very, very funny. That whole movie is just excellent. You've got Mean Girls, 
Reality Bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clueless. Yes. There's Objects of My Affection, which Paul Rudd is the GBF that Jennifer Aniston accidentally falls for. Yes. The Woman in Red with Gene Wilder. <laughs> Classic. I just think it's funny because Jay- I've never seen it, but Charles Grodin is the gay best friend and I, I like him. I'd really like to see him in the role, but it could be quite <laughs> offensive. Apparently, I don't know. I haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians. I have a feeling that there's a lesbian best friend in that, not a gay best friend. There is actually a lesbian best friend in that, yeah. There's Four Weddings and a Funeral, which is like a beautiful, non-stereotypical portrayal of a gay best friend and a gay relationship that was featured prominently throughout the film and actually given like a really adequate and deep storyline. Yeah. And very normal. That was just their, their gay couple best friends that were, yeah, coming along to the wedding. It- it's lovely for the early 90s. No, yeah. It's yeah, really... It's good. It's ahead of its time. It's great. In TV, you've got Sex and City, obviously, with Carrie and Stanford, Charlotte and Anthony. There's also um, My So-Called Life, where there was a character called Ricky, who was the first openly gay teenage character, and he really paved the way for many others. And yeah, his sexuality was treated very respectfully, and it wasn't like a plot device, and he had his kind of own, yeah, his own storyline. And he was also kind of Latin American as well, so Mm. that, that show was really good. Um, one of my absolute favourite shows, Ab Fab. Yes. So, yep, Eddie and Patsy, they treat everything and everyone like an accessory, you know, as a very deliberate trait of their characters and yep. very self-aware and it's just so, so funny. And then you've got Tales of the City, which was obviously one of my favourites that I keep on banging yes, on about. Yes, you do. <laughs> just watch it and then I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> which um, was actually on air from 1993 to 2018 and it stars Laura Linney as Marianne Singleton and a uh, number of of actors playing the character of Mouse, but most recently was Murray Bartlett, and it's based on the novel by Armistead Malpin, and it's just got this fantastic depiction of their um, GBF relationship. The gays love Laura Linney. Laura Linney, I'm all about her. I've just heard so many people fangirl her. Yes, well, yeah. I mean, she's in Love Actually. Yes. But Tales <laughs> of the City... It's such a small role. <laughs> hey, yes. hey, she is leading I know, that. I know. But no, Tales of the City is what kick-started her. So yeah, it's sort of like, oh, okay. gay show I'll kick-started her. It. Yeah, right. it's cool. We're all about it. Thank you so much for listening to us tonight, guys. It's been great, Freddie. Uh, as every single week, I mean, it's, sorry, I should say, every single fortnight, every 14 days later, <laughs> I say it to you and I'll say it again. Dal, it's been a fucking hoot. <laughs> and if you're hanging around on Apple Podcasts, you know, like wanting to review something or looking for a new show, oh, please. <laughs> in line for a taxi outside the Peel. Yeah, please drop us a review. Drop us a like review. Like a little, you know, little message wouldn't oh. wouldn't hurt either. We Send love us a them. Like. Yeah, and Send we like the feedback and we love it. advice. Absolutely. Word suggestions. Write to us. Yep. Get out your quill. <laughs> Send me a letter. I'll write back. <laughs> <laughs> I got time. Uh, <laughs> All right, cool, guys. That's the show for this week. That's the show, Over and we'll fortnight. see. We'll see you in a fortnight. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 